Welcome to So There Was, a weird history podcast. Each episode will feature us talking about outrageous events or people in history. But the twist is, one of us is telling a fabricated story while the rest are telling the truth. And near the end of each episode, the group will vote on whose story they think is the fake one. I'm Ivan. I'm Davis. And I'm Bum. And this is the So There Was podcast, a show about weird coincidences that are not so weird or coincidental. And wow. It's 2020, guys, uh, and with a new year comes some new changes to the So There Was podcast. Davis, will you please lead us in our newest segment called Factor Fiction? Factor Fiction. <laughs> I'm not supposed to finish your sentences, but okay. I'm going to say a fact. And you guys, just as uh, quickly as you can, tell me if that's that fact is true or it's false. You ready? It's fake. Yeah. It's fake. No, it's not. Oh, okay, okay. Continue, <laughs> continue. Okay. Uh, fact or fiction. The Great Wall of China can be seen from space. Is that fact or fiction? It's true, right? I'm pretty it's sure fact. that's fake. It is fake. It's what? not visible from space. No single human structure is visible from orbit, but you can see cities at night, obviously. What? Yeah. I, thought, I thought you could see it. I mean, what? it's probably it's not can't, that big. Yeah, you can't see the Great Wall of China from space, and you can't really see any other man-made structure. But then structure. who told me that it was? <laughs> I <laughs> know I read it somewhere. They were lying. I've been I've been lied to my entire life. Dang, something I read on the internet was false. Frick. That can't be true. So, who wants to start us off? I guess I'll start us off. So there was this time when an ancient Greek philosopher thought he was a god. Okay, so this guy was named Epidocles. Nope. <laughs> Em- Empedocles. No! Empedocles? Empedocles. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so there was this uh, Greek philosopher named Empedocles. Uh, he was known as a very famous pre-Socratic philosopher and a citizen of Akragas, a Greek city in Sicily. So he's best known for originating the... Wow, these are big words. <laughs> did you read it before I you did. And it? So he was best known for originating the cosmogic theory of the four classic elements, you know, wind, earth, fire, and water. He also proposed forces he called love and strife, which would mix and separate the elements. And he was also a vegetarian and Ooh, advocated nice. for vegetarianism. Yes. Uh, since he believed that the bodies of animals are the dwelling places of punished souls. Is, I mean, <laughs> what? So he didn't want to punish the souls further by eating them. I mean, he got a point, though. But, like, if you kill the animal, doesn't that really sound <laughs> well, well, let's dive deeper into that, shall we? So, Interesting. Uh, How about let's not... <laughs> No, let's let's, let's, let's do it. further in. Okay, so he believed in the transmigration of the soul, or also known as metaphycosis, uh, the souls being reincarnated between humans, animals, and even plants. So you know that kind of explains why he wanted to be a vegetarian. Mm. But then, Makes plants. Sense. But then what he ate the plants. So aren't you eating plants alive though? Uh, I I guess. Well, he believed all things were on the same spiritual plane. But but still, he was also <laughs> quite a poet. And a very bombastic poet at that. So, uh, Diogenes, a uh, Greek historian that liked to record things about everything that happened in ancient times, right. kind of wrote how uh, Empedocles was very prideful in many of his, uh, I guess, endeavors. Uh, he, there's many poems where he basically says, All hail, I go about you as an immortal god. And I'm oh. paraphrasing that. Nice. Uh, that that's... A, uh, that phrase is an excerpt from a poem about a time when Empedocles healed a woman uh, named Panthea after doctors had given up on trying to heal her. Just so, because he healed her first. <laughs> I mean, I guess, yeah. I mean, how did he heal them? It was fame. No one really knows. 
because uh, she was in a coma, right? This lady was in a trance, and doctors couldn't, you know, bring her out of it. Yeah. So after like a week or two, they had Empedocles come over and do like chest compressions. Oh. So he just did CPR. He did on the CPR woman. on her for like a really long time, and then she woke up, and then he was like, "Behold, I am a god. Oh. Maybe, I walk amongst you." Maybe just... the woman wasn't in a trance. Maybe she just had a heart attack. We don't really know that, but they said she was in a trance. Or can... she was cook, uh, She was smoking that good kush. She was in a coma, basically. So we don't really know. It's ancient, possible. Ancient weed. Ancient weed. But yeah, uh, we, you know, we go throughout uh, Empedocles' life, and to sum it all up, Diogenes, the historian, records, uh, it's mostly seen as a legend, but this Empedocles brought 80 people up to this mountain called Etna in Sicily and declared that uh, when he threw himself into the fire, he would be reborn as an immortal god. And he chucked himself <laughs> I am the down. phoenix! <laughs> he threw himself into a volcano. Yeah, into a volcano. Nice. And then, you know, he said he would ascend into the heavens, visible or invisible. He did not specify. Well, I mean, he kind of descended instead well, of ascending. Well, technically, he did ascend in ashes. <laughs> in ashes, exactly. Well, you, the, these people knew that he didn't ascend because the volcano spit out one of his bronze sandals and they're like yeah bronze sandals yeah, bronze yeah apparently it was a sandals. metal sandals and it was like he's yep e-boy. he's not coming out just his sandals so they knew yeah this guy this guy wasn't a legit guy interesting so yeah that's it the dude said he was immortal after he healed a chick and then went up to a mountain with 80 people and tossed himself in i wouldn't call it healed more like Resuscitated. Resuscitated. Okay. <laughs> More like basic first aid. <laughs> okay. So what are your sources, Davis? So I used a list first article by Mark Oliver, as well as referencing Miracles in Greco-Roman Antiquity by Wendy Coulter, and the Diogenes uh, script Lives of Eminent Philosophers uh, by R.D. Hicks. So that's it. That's all I got. Okay. Um, I guess I will take a turn at it. Okay, so my story is about deepfakes, Trump, and Kim Jong-un. Okay, let's dive into it. Okay, so from June 28th to June 30th of 2019, so in three days total, a deepfake video swept the news for only those three days. A very short, yeah. Wait, so our, for our listeners out there, can you explain what a deepfake is specifically? Okay, so a deepfake is where you take original footage, such as a human face, and then you use an AI program to basically paste a different person's face onto that person. So there have been videos of like uh, Nicolas Cage's face being put on other people, and it's pretty funny. It sounds funny. Uh, but this one had... Near dire consequences. Okay, so let's get back into it. Uh, <clears throat> so this deepfake video originated in South Korea under the name uh, Mojo Face, and it was released onto Reddit. Okay. Was it from Watch Mojo? No. Hmm. And to start World War Three. <laughs> and this uh, this was a very controversial deepfake video that was released in June. The video on Reddit showed President Donald Trump uh, flying, you know, into North Korea and then, you know, stepping down the plane, meeting Kim Jong-un and then punching him in the face. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) And so this story obviously (laughs) angered some North Koreans and 
made some South Koreans a bit fearful. Or and, happy. Or happy. Or happy. I, I wouldn't know. Or happy. Uh, or but, both. But it is believed that Kim Jong-un did not see the video. So thankfully, World War III wasn't started then. <laughs> paint me red and call me okay. a barn. That's Bring quite a, back the draft. That's quite a media <laughs> snafu. Okay. Uh, so this video, uh, it then traveled from South Korea on the little Reddit Reddit uh, interweb threads, threads. threads uh, to U.S. in Oregon, the state of Oregon, where a man who will be unnamed, he uh, he saw the video on Reddit, and before the story could uh, blow up, he, he debunked the video before people started, you know, uh, spreading this news. And he then reached out to a local news source, uh, KVAL News, and he caught it early on and explained to them that the video was indeed a deepfake, and he just showed them, like, debunk debunking it that, you know, like, this AI... <clears throat> This AI, uh, you know, puts faces on other people and then other sort of uh, visual effects were used to create this Donald Trump punching Kim Jong-un in North Korea. Because, you know, he would actually do that. Maybe he would not. No, he wouldn't. <laughs> uh, so stupid. <laughs> oh, it actually happened. But by this time, KVAL News had already posted an article <laughs> on the video which was titled Trump Becomes First Leader to Step in North Korea meets Kim and which was the name of the video that was placed on Reddit so, so can we still see this video is it still up there or do they take it down? I'll, I'll get onto that oh, okay. so yeah. the the video that was on Reddit uh, was in Korean text and they the, this guy from Oregon translated it and that's what it said KVAL failed to redact the story and what? it is still online though it is buried deep within the folds of Google and because other deep fake videos uh, followed that, you know, like that uh, famous one of Jordan Peele doing the Obama impression. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, so many more deep fakes followed that. This was a, a bit before deep fakes really caught on, because uh, deep fakes started to surface in around October of 2019, and this one came out in June. Hmm. And <clears throat> funnily enough, the deep fake video. It, it passed super hard after it got caught on very early and before it could be spread as fake news by uh, other media sources. Uh, Trump actually did, for real, land in North Korea. Uh, the same day KVAL posted the story about the deepfake video, which was on June 29th. So Trump, for real, landed in North Korea and met Kim Jong-un and did not punch him in the face. IRL. That's good. <clears throat> so the whereabouts of mojo face which is the user uh the video was posted on reddit that's the name it was under uh pretty unknown no one really delved deep enough to trace back where mojo face is in south korea um, no one knows who did it or if it was a company or a single person but what's funny is that a belgian political party attempted to use the deepfake of trump as like an anti-Trump thing. Or no, not an anti-Trump thing. An anti-Kim Jong-un thing. An anti-anti-pro-Trump yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, but a Belgian political party used the Trump video of him punching Kim Jong-un as basically propaganda. Really? Yeah. But <laughs> it's Belgians. funny because how, how do they not know it was already fake? But once again, people debunk that, you know, Belgian party things like yeah that's fake it's not real the Belgian party doesn't exist yeah and so 
That's basically it. Wow. And here are my sources. Trump becomes, you know, the KVAL news <coughs> uh, source. Trump becomes first U.S. leader to seven to North Korea meets Kim. KVAL news by Zeke Miller and Jonathan Lemire, Associated Press. And that was on June 29, 2019. And another uh, source. Fake videos could be the next big problem of 2020 elections. And that was an article by CNBC listing the multiple fake political deepfake videos and this video of Trump punching Kim Jong-un was mentioned briefly. And that was by Grace Xiao on October 15, 2019. And that's around the time where deepfake videos really took off. And my last <clears throat> source is Belgian Socialist Party circulates deepfake uh, Donald Trump video by Politico News by Hans von der Burkhard. <laughs> that was like the worst. Yeah. No. <laughs> Burkhardt. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. wow. That's, that's quite a tall tale. I think it's a Burchard. And so that's basically my story. Uh, Ivan, why don't you step up to the hot seat? So I got a pretty interesting one today, boys. It's very historical. Uh, so there was this time in the Wild West where a certain breed of animal was used by the United States military to transport supplies in the deserts of Texas, Arizona, and Nevada. And you won't believe what it was. Was it, it really was... big iguanas? Oh, I was going to say kangaroos. Oh. It was an elephant. No. Wait, really? Oh, no, it was a camel. They used really? camels. Wait, how? Hmm. Wait, camels don't live in the U.S., though. That's a good observation, Bob. <laughs> okay, continue. In 1855, under the direction of Secretary of War Jefferson Davis, Congress appropriated about $30,000 for the purchase and importation of camels and dromedaries to be employed for military purposes. Unquote. Uh, Davis believed that camels were the key to the country's expansion westward. A transcontinental railroad, of course, was being built during that time, and it was still decades away from being built. And he thought the animals could be well suited to haul supplies between remote military outposts, because we all know the camels they're using in the Middle East, they're like trucks for cars. What? Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to think no, of a metaphor. That does not make sense. I don't know. Uh, there were 33 camels that were first transported from the Middle East. The project was a slow success with getting the animals climatized to their new environment and whatnot. And a series of field tests proved fruitful. And they were used for some time, I mean the camels, before the Civil War, of course, broke out. By which time, uh, that was when the funding was cut and the project was eventually abandoned. And so most of the camels were either bought or released into the wild. Uh, throughout the project, there weren't enough camels imported to have a wild, uh, sustainable population. So, of course, they, all died. they died out. Wait, and like how many camels? 30? Uh, the first batch was 33, and then they eventually bought like more and more. But like, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, there are currently no camels wandering in the desert to this day, at least. That's, That's what, what they say. <laughs> That's what some say. That's what they say. And yeah, uh, funny thing, I saw one of the stories. Uh, there was this folklore um, beast that would like come in. Like, in the dead of night. It was called the Red Ghost. It was hmm. somewhere around uh, Texas or Arizona, I believe. And they, like, people were frightened of it. It was, like, 1890s or something. I didn't write this down. Um, 
But yeah, they they called it the Red Ghost because it had like glowing red eyes and it would come at night and drink and your like, water. Yeah, it would drink your water. You would like eat the your tomato crops and people would be like super scared of it because they said it was like oh it's like thirty feet tall. Or, it has know, like, like two large humps. It has like two large it's humps. Four legs. Yeah. And it drinks all my water. It drank all my water in one night. What could it be? No, yeah, but uh, eventually they did track it down and they did shoot it and a guy did kill it. And they found out that uh, oh. there was like a... Uh, they did discover it was a camel, obviously. Why did they have to shoot it? Yeah, they shot it because... You see, we're the animals. <laughs> <laughs> Human beings, we're the animals. Yeah, and then they realized, like, uh, you know, on the hump, there was like something tied to it. They don't know if it was a person or not, but it was like some type of like a cargo on it. And like... Um, when was this? Uh, 1890s. I'm uh, not sure. But it was like, it was a popular folklore uh, legend there. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of wow. crazy. Yeah. Uh, I have to say my sources, don't I? So, yeah. There could be camels out there, but we don't know. And so uh, the articles I got these from were the Smithsonian Magazine uh, and the ArmyHistory.org website. Oh, cool. Yeah, written by Chris Heller and Vince Hawkins. Okay. Yeah. This is like 2014, 2015. Hmm. Yep. So, it is time to discuss amongst ourselves who is the liar and who is the truther. <laughs> and also, it's time for you, the audience, to decide whether uh, Davis's is fake Ivan's is fake, or if mine is fake, or whose is true. So, yeah. We'll be back after these messages. We will be back after these messages. Hey guys, it's uh, me, Bum, uh, once again, to pop in here to just say a big thank you uh, to everyone who has listened to our podcast. It has almost been one whole year before we started this uh, podcast, the So There Was podcast. So just thank you for sticking through. Uh, it's been fun at times. It's also been hard at times, but thank you for continuing to support us. Uh, and also with a new year here in 2020, we have finally our first ever sponsor. So thank you, Blue Tape, for sponsoring this episode of the So There Was podcast, uh, you could find Blue Tape uh, wherever you get supplies. So you could use Blue Tape uh, to tape up paper, or you could use Blue Tape to hang up your pictures. Um, and you could, Blue Tape is very versatile, so you can use it for pretty much anything. So thank you, Blue Tape, for coming out and supporting us. And uh, let's get back into the podcast. Here we go. All right, we're back. After deliberating and discussing who's the faker and who's the truther, I've come to the uh, I've come to the conclusion. <laughs> so I've come to a conclusion that Bum is the one that's faking it. Okay. Uh, please explain yourself. My reasoning is that the sources you perpetuated was for one thing. It was a single uh, news source, right? Uh, the K single. What do you mean by single? Like uh, I provided one? It wasn't in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> no, so... Uh, yes, <laughs> continue. So, wait, what's, it, what's, what's the name of the TV? The, um, the local news source that did the story on the Organ Man and also the deepfake video Oregon Man? was KVAL News, and that's part of ABC, but that's in Oregon. Okay, so for one thing, 
This news story only surfaced in one part of the United States, Oregon, which is quite suspicious considering this is a national event that uh, is trying to be deep faked. And wouldn't it be picked up on most major networks and spread out throughout the United States news system? That's just something that I have a bone to pick with. And so your news sources didn't necessarily indicate that the story about a deepfake of Trump punching Kim Jong-un was in fact uh, an actual event. It was just seems like there were different news sources that supported your story. Instead of rather they were specifically about that one event. Is that all you have? That is all I have. Okay. Um, so I have strong suspicions. Well, my suspicions are more stronger on Ivan's story. And that's because... I don't know, they, they transported camels from the Middle East, shipped them all the way to the U.S., used them for military purposes in the Wild West. The same time the railroad was being written. No, no. Written? <laughs> written? <laughs> wait, no. This, no, uh, the, the railroad wasn't built yet. But it was it being was built. It was on the way on the to way being to built. And how come I've never heard about this in any I history sense? I Anywhere. How come... I, like, even just a little tidbit information. Like, oh, yeah, by the way, did you know that camels used to be in the United States? Like, it's a I've, really cool story, I've never seen. I've never heard about it, though. Have you ever heard about it? I have not heard about it. I've always been under the conception that we used a lot of pack mules around that yeah, time. Cause like, yeah, because, like, how... And then you just say, oh, yeah, they died out after... What did they even use them for? Uh, they, they were used by the military... Not that they were going to ride them into battle, but they were used as, you know, as they are, as, uh, you know, but like better mules to transport goods from uh, military bases to military bases in the desert. Because like, you know, they can, you know, they're camels. They're made for that. They're made for that condition. They're made for the Middle East, for those but, desert climates. But they're not so they made for the U.S. Longer. desert climates. No, but like it was similar. They did field tests, but like, I don't know like the details because I skimmed through it. But they were doing pretty well. It's just that Congress didn't like the idea, and so they shut it down. And because it was un-American. Congress always. <laughs> was un Congress is always getting. No, yeah, away. it was Congress, <laughs> and then like you know, of, of course, uh, the America became divided and it was split, and so it was just basically like left on the shelf, and they just stopped doing it. They stopped funding it, and they just died out. <sighs> hmm. Yeah, because camels are kind of hard to take care. But of. that seems a bit too far stretched. And when you named your sources, you didn't name any titles. You just named the S Smithsonian. You just named. I mean, I could get the titles for you right now. <laughs> but you didn't say it when you were listing your sources, and that also. So, but still, like camels doesn't matter. Boy. Camels, like, eh. I I just can't. I I don't know. It seems too. It seems like those things that could happen, but then it actually didn't happen. So, but it did. It seems like and the perfect really crime. Cool. Perfect crime. Possible. Perfect crime to kill. Someone. So yeah, that's my reason. Okay, Ivan. Camels. So what so, I have to... here is a dilemma. It is a dilemma, and I am confused because for one part, uh, Davis's. I like the idea. I can get into the idea of a. Greek philosopher being crazy. Like, Diogenes was crazy. He was legitimately crazy. Uh, you mean Dionysus? No, no. Di Diogenes. Mean... Uh, that one philosopher, Greek philosopher, that uh, was crazy stupid. I guess. <laughs> he, like, peed in the streets like a dog. Oh, know? yeah, that uh, guy. I forget what his name was. They all sound the same. Archimedes. 
No, Archimedes was the smart one. Um, so I like that idea. It's just that, you know, going off the sources and your evidence, it the the sources and the titles it seems like there's a little bit of wriggle room into oh, yeah. put a a, a fake uh, impodocles you know like add something with a cles at the end you know yeah and that's the thing i also forgot to say you say that my stories they like the sources they can sort of squeeze in a fake story but that also works for you too cuz you listed sources that also seem like you can just fit in something in there true but it's the life and times of empodocles basically yes and it's still uh, your logic saying how my sources don't really fit the story well they fit the story but in your sources also fit your story in a broad sense so true okay continue Ivan. yeah and so no go now going to you bone um something this serious of well it wasn't president really trump Supposedly, punching Kim Jong-un, this is, like, serious. No matter, like, how fast it can be proven false, there there are some people out there that would love to take this and just spit it out as fact. And, or just as a funny joke. And as a it's funny hilarious. joke, it would have circulated so wide that it would have been, like, absolutely trending. No, even, even if it was fake... I would have seen it eventually. I haven't seen it. I'm. I would call myself pretty in deep in this, or like I would have seen something in the news or social media about this. I know that deep fakes exist, and I know that they've done deep fakes on Trump and probably Kim Jong Un. Probably, probably not. But something of this magnitude, politically and mimically, I am pretty sure I would have heard of it. Culture. Well. Yeah. You you say as if it's like, oh, this is so serious. And like, oh, this is so big. But, you know, in reality... But like, in reality, you're, you're kind it of like overstating. No, like, it would have blown but up, But it brother. didn't. Because you underestimate, you underestimate the power of the internet and what it can do. Okay, so, yeah, but sometimes stories pass hard and sometimes they, they blow big on the internet. Like camels. Okay. <laughs> but, but, yeah, that, that's all I'm saying is that not every story goes the same way. Yeah, of course. So, have we all decided in our minds who we think is the faker? My minds have not yes. changed. Okay. My minds <laughs> have not. All my two minds. Okay, starting with uh, Davis. Who do you believe is fake? My official vote's going against you, bum. I'm so sorry. It's nothing personal. I'm pretty sure it is personal. But, okay. <laughs> Ivan. But it's, I rely on the facts. And the facts say... I can't find a rhyme for that. Okay, Ivan, who do you believe is the faker? I want to say, I don't know. I'm just going to go with, what do we? What happens if we do a three-way tie? You know? Then we get our third party deciding factor, who will be unnamed. I so, don't know, I just, I'm going to go with Bone. Let's, let's you're just cruise, doing let's that just because he, bomb. you're just doing, you're so butchering a true story. Three-way just... three tie. Well, I believe it is. Ivan's okay but that doesn't matter because you just crucified an innocent man <laughs> <laughs> no that's not how it works at all so is that are you set you're on me can I change my vote now? okay who who do you vote for do you change your vote <laughs> why is it why does this have to be a three-way tie 
We haven't had Wait. a three-way tie in a while. Yeah, mine is completely had... true. Well, mine's completely true. Mine, no, mine is completely true, <laughs> though. Davis's now. You vote for Davis's? Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, a three-way tie. No, wait, no, no. Ladies and no. gentlemen, we have a three-way tie, and it's time to bring in the deciding factor. Next week. No, we're doing it right uh, now. No. Okay, we're back. Okay, so our deciding factor said that I was the fake story, and Davis's and Ivan's stories were true, and so they are all in favor of my story being fake. Alas, my story is fake. Oh, yes! yes! <laughs> oh. Wow. Yeah. Oh, um, so let's, I was 50% sure. Let's get into, let's get into the beef of it. So Too perfect. So it is based on something true, I assume. There was no deep fake at all of Donald Trump oh. punching Kim Jong-un. Hmm. Ouch. So yeah, I created that part. And so that part is fake of him, <clears throat> the, of that deep fake video. There is no like Korean Reddit thing that surfaced in South Korea. There was no organ man who debunked the video. But what was real about my story was the KVAL news story about Trump. Uh, flying into North Korea and meeting Kim Jong-un, which actually did happen. So, yep, that's basically how I faked my story and tried to spread it as real news. Nice. Fake yeah. news. <laughs> what, what really, like, tipped me off, and I think I explained it later. Uh, later? No, not later, but earlier in the discussion, uh, that this kind of event, this kind of deep fake, is too relevant to be kept localized in one state on a local news program show. Yeah. How could it not blow up? How could how, it not cause war? How could it not get picked up by national news? That's the only thing that tipped me off. Yeah. And then later on, you know, it's the main source is from Reddit, right? Like in I the lore, I didn't, in, the yeah, in the lore that you said. The, the fake the story fa yeah, came from, from a Reddit, Reddit thread, from a Reddit which thread. is not the best place to find primary uh, sources. Yeah. Once I, I mean, once I found sure. out I was fake, I was like, oh, I have to find, I have to craft another fake story. <laughs> yeah, those ones are hard. When can one of you guys be fake again? I don't know. It's up to the luck of the draw, man. Yeah. I don't pick or choose these things. But still, but well, it was a good, it was a good fake. Okay. He had it me was on the ropes. Slightly believable. Uh, let's end this. All right. Thank you for listening to the So There Was podcast. We hope you enjoyed our discussion about these wacky truths and fantastic tales of woe. Uh, hope Whoa. that you I hope that you decide to like this episode and subscribe for more. Check us out on Castbox or wherever you can find quality podcasts. Uh, and also, just again, big thank you to Blue Tape for being our first sponsor. We love you. Get Blue Tape. It's good. It sticks. It's better than any other tape. It's great. I tried it out. Um, it's really good. Yeah, it holds all my books together. Yep. And it uh, keeps all my children quiet in my basement. Thank you for listening again. And as always, check your facts and watch your back. Fake news. No. Remember, we used camels. <laughs> there might be cool, a though. camel somewhere in Texas.